0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We are back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, you know I cannot do any episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to limit your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hella appreciate that. We are all gas, no breaks, 100 miles and running on the podcasting marathon throughout the entire month of January. I've been doing this officially for the past two weeks. It has been so awesome. I've met a lot of great people that are just now listening to the podcast that are just now finding me. I don't know how y'all finding me, but I'm not mad at it. Welcome to the tribe. I appreciate it. Thank y'all for checking out the podcast. If you like what you're hearing, definitely uh, leave a review, leave a, um, some feedback about what you're hearing. I'm personally working on taking a little bit more time to talk a little slower um, because that's something that helps in my life on and off mic. That's something I've always needed to work on. So that's something I want to implement as I continue to do this podcast. And I've been told that for many, many years. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me continue to try. Let me not, sh- nope, let me self-correct. Let me continue to do and take it one episode at a time as you know, we can only do things one day at a time, one effort at a time, one episode at a time. So, I'm really excited to talk with my girl, Delora Ging Young, the Mind Sex Mentor. We are doing a part two. This is a Mind Sex Mastery Reloaded. And I, like I said in my Instagram live uh, the other day, I felt like people slept on the first time I brought Delora on the show. And that was about two and a half years ago. Delora Ging Young is a Mind Sex Master, she's a Mind Sex Mentor. She's a coach. She's very good at what she does. And we actually talk about how she helped me right before I moved to California with what she does with mind sex Mastery um, in this interview. I'm really excited. It's a longer interview than most of the episodes. It's about maybe 30 minutes or so. So definitely grab your tea and um, have an open mind. We also are going to start doing mind Sex Mondays on Clubhouse every Monday. I have the link to that in show notes. I have a link to all of Dolores' contact information in the show notes as well. You are not going to want to miss this. You will get to see this live in action on how we can use sexual energy in and out of the bedroom to change our lives for the better. So I'm really excited about that. So with that being said, let me not hold y'all up any further. Here is today's podcast interview with my girl, Dolores Young, the Mind Sex Mentor. Hey, y'all. It's your girl Maria, the spiritual homegirl, and I am back with my girl, Delora Guignone, the Mind Sex Mentor. How you doing, Delora? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. We back at it again. It's been about three years since we last interviewed, but we've been in touch since then. I'm really excited because I know we're doing a clubhouse room every Monday called mind Sex Mondays, where we're talking about what you do in terms of mind sex and how we can use that concept that you've uh, created to master ourselves through a different type of channel. Do you want to tell us more about what that is about? I mean, because you can tell it much better than I can.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, I, You know, I love talking about this. So. <laughs> and can you believe, first of all, that it's been three years? I think time flies. Um, so... What I do is I help people with mindset, but I I help them leverage and master their sexual energy. And for those of you that don't know, your sexual energy is your most powerful physical energy. It's also your creative energy and your charismatic energy. But what's even more important than that is it's your more life energy. So more life as in literally making more babies. (laughs) But it's also more life as in more experiences, more ideas, more... um, you know, development. It's how you get those, you know, crazy ideas that, you know, Einstein talked about or Elon Musk uses to come up with what he does. It's channeling that energy in a way that's going to help you move forward. And, you know, it's a whole chapter in one of the most famous um, business books, *Thinking we Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill from 1920 some. You know, it's a whole chapter, The Mastery of Sexual Transmutation. And that is something that I take you know from that book but like take it to another level so it's amazing
0: so for those that are curious it's not just having sex to manifest I know with at least with spirituality um, especially social media spirituality people think because it's a full moon or a new moon you just go have sex and then all of a sudden things just manifest and that's not how that works
1: no, absolutely not. I mean, I'm sure some people can do that, um, but for most of us, that's not exactly at all how it works. But, you know, you've heard of the artists that lock themselves in their studio because they're in flow and they don't dare leave because they're scared to lose inspiration. Um, it's also, that that's the creative energy. That's the channel that they're flowing into. Um, what they haven't mastered though, is being able to leave that that studio and then go back in and still have the same flow. There's also, you know, the, the rock stars who are on stage and women throw their panties at them. And every woman in the, in the audience, when he sings the love song, is convinced that he's singing just to them. But, you know, in reality, uh, it's his charisma that's getting us all hot and bothered on the, while he's on the stage. So it's really about tapping into that so that you can draw people into your business, into your life, so that you can show up with that kind of energy. It's, it's really amazing.
0: You know what? I wanted to, I was going to wait to the end, but I feel like this is the perfect time to bring up what you did for me uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So after we interviewed the first time, Delora and I had a, by maybe like an hour or some change, talk about what she does with My Sex Mastery and with the, the using the sexual energy. And we talked about, I mean, how would you describe what it, what it was that we did? Because even thinking about it or just kind of thinking back to that moment, I don't know if you can feel the smile on my face, but that was so powerful and I've taken that advice and I've used it ever since. And it really, it really has helped me so much.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I have uh, what I call is my like party trick or my superpower. So I can talk to somebody. And if you tell me what your favorite sexual experience was, I can tell you how to leverage it in your business um, I can also, within three questions, tell if somebody's having good sex or not, and if they are or they're not, I can tell them how to use that to, lever- like, to you know, make more money or be more satisfied in business or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of fun how I do it. It's it's really intuitively led, but it's really just by questions, really.
0: Yeah, but the way you kicked that though, <laughs> I mean, like seriously, <laughs> the way because the thing is, you caught me at a moment that was really pivotal. In life, not even just with spiritual homegirl, but spiritual Home is is my life because technically this is a public extension of who I am. But I was about to move to California. I didn't have no money. I didn't have, at least not enough. I didn't have enough. And that talk that we had really shifted the approach of how I was going to take spiritual homegirl with me to California and then take my own self to California. So I really think, and I thank you, by the way, I don't think I ever thanked you for that. Because now we about two two some change, two years and some change after um, my move, and it's helped me out so much. Like I've been able to avoid a lot of stuff that people go through when they first get out here. Like I was able to get my own spot. I never had an issue with um, not having a place to stay. I never, you know what I mean. Like I was able to have a job as soon as I got here. Matter of fact, I interviewed my first. I think I I got here on a Tuesday. I interviewed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Monday, and got hired for two jobs. One on Friday, one on Monday. So, like everything really just That's it, that the stuff that we talked about gave me a lot of clarity in terms of how to proceed with using that experience of that, <laughs> that sexual experience we talked about almost three years ago to help me propel forward. So, like when I say that Dolores the real deal, she really is. That's why I really want people to get into this room on Monday on Clubhouse because. I I just want people to like really start seeking out folks that can change their lives in a a way that's that's number one is credible. Dolores credible. I stamp her. I really do. She's really great at what she does. So she's credible. She's competent and she's passionate. And I think with us on the journey, having people that are in our corner to help us grow, I think it is a tribe led effort. So I think that having people on your team that's very strong to help guide you as you make the choices that are best serving yourself and that can ultimately uh, positively affect others. I think having people on your team is strong. That's why I wanted to bring Delora back on the platform so y'all could really see like what she brings when it comes to helping people grow and elevate. But I had a question. Can people that aren't yes. necessarily focused in business, can they still do the mindset mastery for personal reasons?
1: Oh, a thousand percent. It affects every part of a person's life. It's just that people don't realize it. Right. You can use it to get a promotion at work for that matter, or not get a promotion at work or change jobs or, you know, just have a more turned on life in general. Absolutely. A thousand percent.
0: So I'm curious though, with, we're in a hypersexual society, obviously, and women that are owning their sexuality or owning their sexual energy, Sometimes, rather than just be viewed as somebody that's getting the best of themselves or understanding the totality of who they are and embracing that, we somehow get a weird rap for that. So with my Sex Mastery, what would you say to women that are kind of on the fence, that are kind of like, well, I don't know, you know, it's sexual, they don't want to be viewed as you know, promiscuous, so you know how society does women, you know, that want to own their sexuality, yeah. don't belong to, to them, then somehow you're a whore. But, but yeah, but how do you, how do you help women navigate through that?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a really great question because what, you know, we're up against really is the, you know, the old traditional values that people cling to, but we're never really, bought into anyway you know it was like it was given to us by religion by culture by just the way life was then and then you know women not feeling like they've truly had a voice and now they want a voice we've had the whole me too movement and men feeling you know like they're being um um they're the bad guys now you know so we are in this interesting position where all of that's coming to light and we're trying to really find or never get a way through it. And, you know, I'm the first one to say that men aren't the bad guys. Some men are, but so are some women. But if you want to step into it in a, in a truly powerful way, it's about getting down to the core of what you actually believe yourself. Not what your religion told you, not what your mom told you, not what your first boyfriend told you. And a lot of these things, the truth is locked into our subconscious mind, but it's not even... Like our truth is inside of us all the time, but it's covered up by all the beliefs and patterns and programs that other people gave us, you know, and a lot of times money and sex are talked about in the same way. Like, if you just think about um, when you were a kid, the amount of times that your parents probably talked about money was under times of stress, or I don't have enough money or not right now, or they would label people that are, were really rich or really poor. There was label for those, those people. And Then on the sex side, you know, people that were, you probably didn't have a conversation about sex for most people. But if you did have a conversation, it was about wait for marriage, respect your body. Maybe you had the birds and the bees talk, and then there was labels, whether they told you directly or not, about people that had too much sex and the ones that didn't have enough. So those little stories get stored in our subconscious brain from zero to seven, seven to 11. And that's kind of how we go through life reacting to these things until we take a step back or you meet someone like me that's going to call you out on this stuff and you start looking at it for yourself and you're like, you know what? I actually like my cleavage. So I'm going to show some cleavage. You know, I just exactly that. I had one client who she wouldn't do videos unless she was perfectly makeup, perfect hair. And she didn't show too much cleavage. Now she has, you know, a nice breast size breast. And I said, okay, wait a minute. If you weren't to be putting this on Facebook for your business and you were just going to go through life, would you wear a shirt that showed a bit of cleavage? She goes, yeah, hundred percent. I said, so what is the switch? Why does it change? And she goes, well, if I'm seen like that, people are going to think I'm a promiscuous and a slut and she's very religious and i said okay but what do you believe is that what you believe and she goes no absolutely not and and she said the other thing is is that sometimes i want to do my videos from you know the store at seven in the morning because that's when i get inspired to do it and I, ha- I don't have my makeup and my hair done i said okay so why aren't you doing them but it's because she had bought into this expectation and this story that in order to be in business and in front of a camera or putting yourself out there you don't want people to see your secrets you don't want people to see your business. So you kind of put up this fake front. But she wasn't that person anyway. So once we pulled away the fear of being judged, she was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to, that's the shirt I wear. And it—and believe me, when I tell you she was worried about showing cleavage, she wasn't showing any cleavage. I, this girl here shows cleavage. I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> so I was just able to get her to take a little distance and look at it. And she's like, you know what? You're So right now she's, she's doing videos at all hours in all states of, you know, hair, makeup cleavage no cleavage like she just she rocks it now but it makes a huge difference because you don't it's the fear of being labeled something that you um you know I always tell this story when when I went to the bank one day this guy was going to take the same parking spot as me and I didn't see him and I pulled in he got out he just went off on me like mad right and uh his final insult to me because I got out at the same time and I'm like yes sir you're right I took your spot I'm sorry but he parked like literally right beside like across but right beside same amount of steps fine we go inside and he's like still yelling at me and I'm like yes sir you're absolutely right because I didn't I, I was in the wrong but I didn't care enough to go at him right so then his final insult to me goes yeah well you're just effing fat and I said yeah I am Thanks. Have a great day. He did not know what to do with me. But the reason I was able to respond that way is because, you know, I am a curvy woman, but I love and appreciate and have a lot of confidence in my body. So you can't insult me that way. Now, if he had said, you're a bad effing mother, then I would have been like, oh, like the gloves are off now, you know, because that is an area that I probably have a little more sensitivity to I want to be a really good mom and I'm not always 100% sure I am right so people can only insult you when there's a part of you that relates or understands or believes it for the times that you're insulted you don't believe it or you don't have and I don't think you believe it like at your core but your your subconscious believes it then um you buy into it or you're scared of it but when you can free yourself from that then you're it's magic
0: I think that's a great story because when it comes to how you were attacked by that man, I noticed yeah. that when you want to attack a woman in society, you go straight for the aesthetic. You notice that? A lot of times that's people really don't go for mindset or go for anything personal. They always go for what society puts on a pedestal, which is the aesthetic, your looks, your hair, yeah. your body. So I think that's really interesting how you're helping women, transmute what society owns. Cause I mean, honestly, to me, I took that as with the, with the woman being religious and not wanting to show her breasts and things of like that or her cleavage or kind of own her sexiness It's because society owned that part of her and told her she couldn't have
1: it. Yeah, So yeah. I, think yeah, I think,
0: yeah, that's, that's a
1: thousand true. percent. Huh? No, a thousand percent. Yeah. Keep going for sure.
0: So I think it's interesting that you're able to help her own hers so she can be more confident in who she is. And then you also own yours to stand confident in the face of being disrespected or, and honestly, it yeah. sounds to me like you weren't even tripping. It was more like, okay, easy. Okay. But I own that next.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. That's exactly it. And. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, sorry. That's what happens when you're, um, when you're going through something like this, when you start to really get, understand and value your self-worth which is what this all boils down to it doesn't matter what someone else thinks of you that's their opinion and honestly that man could have had the worst week of his life but I wasn't going to get in his story he was absolutely right I took his parking spot and old me would have got as mad with him and I would have been toe-to-toe with him because I'm a Scorpio and believe me I can bite but At the end of the day, that wasn't what I, you know, I needed to pay more attention. It was a wake-up call to pay more attention when I pull into a parking lot. I was just tunnel vision to get into the bank and get out of the bank. Um, And, you know, if you're hurt by somebody's judgment or you're worried about somebody's judgment... The first place you need to look is who do you judge and why? Because one finger pointing out is always three fingers pointing back. And I, there is, you know, nobody's hundred percent free of judgment, obviously, but as soon as you start judging other people, you're compromising yourself. And, you know, Anthony Hopkins has this really great story. uh, You know, his quote is longer than this, but it sums up to other people's opinion of you is none of your business. I don't, it doesn't matter what you think of me. Hello. I'm on my own track. Yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful to think of it that way. It's not easy to get there necessarily, but you know, if you're going to show up in your life in a truly authentic way, it stops mattering what other people think. And and even to the point where your best friends, your partner, your kids, they their opinion will either morph and change because you're and undoubtedly if you're doing this kind of work you're going to change at some point and they're going to be okay with it or you're going to realize they're not meant to you know, you give them less access to give you those kinds of judgments and stuff and there's you know there's friends and family members that you know I talk to a lot less now because they don't understand some of the choices that I've made to get me to this point but I'm not going back to old me so <laughs>
0: I like to hear these kind of stories because empowerment and the power of choosing to empower yourself is really important, um, especially like with spiritual homegirl. So I really feel like with this whole meeting, shout out to AJ Joyner because he's the reason how we we even um, linked up. But I think that's great because I empower and the power of choice in my own way and you do the same in your own way. And then I've, it's yeah. funny because you reminded me you're a Scorpio. And I'm just like ah okay here we go now I'm not telling people just to automatically make a, a, a judgment based on sun sign alone, but the power that you speak from, it's mm-hmm. just like it's just I love that so like I I've, I've never had a yeah. with, uh I've always loved Scorpio women but um, water sign women in general there's just a different power about y'all it's so like it's a quiet power yeah um, I really dig that mm-hmm. but so. For those that are are curious about working with you, how do you offer what you do as the Sex mentor?
1: Yeah. So right now, there's two ways to work with me. So one-on-one, I work with people in a container of at least three months. And the reason I do that is because we're peeling an onion. There really is a lot to get through. And I'll be honest, most clients end up working with me for, you know, I have some clients that's going on four years now. And it's really just because at every level, you know, you're going to, come across some new mindset stuff or some new ways of stepping into your true sexual energy and you know when you see someone that walks in a room and lights it up you know you're like oh damn they're like fully in charge of their you know whole energy and it goes beyond sex energy but because it's your most powerful one that's the one that you know um, we focus on and um, so it's one-on-one way the one-on-one clients and I'm also starting at the uh, beginning of February I will be doing a group program it's my first in this type of way and it's called Sex um, 69 <laughs> it's as, as juicy as it sounds I love it but it's going to be yeah it's going to be six Mindsex, uh the transformative exercises that I use with all of my clients over nine weeks and there's going to be group coaching obviously and it's really going to be like juicy and yummy and I'm really excited for it to kick off um, it's the, you know, the a way to work with me, but also to see that there's other people that are going through what you're going through in some way or another. And it's, you know, this work, you know, I gave up. I gave up. I chose to leave a lot in order to get to this work. And I every step of the way, I'm just like, you know, thank you, I, I say God or universe, thank you universe for giving me this uh, opportunity and working through me in this way because holy smokes, I love it. I'm glad that you walked
0: away from, because I remember you telling me you were in like corporate, corporate America, and you were doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was, you know, what's funny about that is I reflected the other day, actually, when I was journaling, I used to always be told I care too much. You care too much. Stop caring about that. And it was things like, you know, the budgets would take you know, the directors hours and hours to comb through the reports and to get a budget that they thought was accurate. And I'm just, I, you know, I would go into, I was in charge of running that, and I would go into my boss and say, we need to fix this. And he goes, and he just didn't care about that stuff and didn't care about how people felt and stuff. He was a really brilliant man, but that wasn't his expertise. And he's like, that's why I have you here. But why are you caring so much? Really? Doesn't matter. Get over with it. But I, you know, even as a kid, I was the, I was the kid that would walk in and I would, pay attention to the energy of the room and change how I interacted with people so that they felt better. And that's the empath side of me. But it's walking away allowed me to go into something where it's my job to care and, you know, to get to do that in a way that empowers men and women, you know, and like, you know, when women, when I work with somebody who has never had or has had I think this one woman I'm thinking of in particular, she had had one orgasm, but wanted multiple orgasms. And she wasn't actively dating because she would fixate on somebody when she started dating them, right? But it would affect, yeah, and it would affect her business and she was in the consulting world, had a day job, but also consulting, and she would overgive in her consulting business. So when we started to work together, I didn't focus on the sex part, even though that's why she signed up to work with me. I was talking to her about work and stuff. And I said, when you're in flow and really giving and in front of a room, and she was a facilitator and trainer and stuff, you know, what is, what lights you up the best? And she told me about her best experience. Similar as I would ask you, what is your best sexual experience, right? Right. So she would tell me, and it was always when she was letting her intuition guide her. It wasn't when she was over-prepared or over-delivering. It was when her intuition was guiding her. And when she stayed out of fear of judgment or that she had to, you know, prove herself all the time, that she was able to command the room. Well, as we were working together, she was, you know, dating somebody casual, but, you know enough. And we were talking about ways that she could command the room with him, but still submit because she wants she was a very strong woman. she was a, an elite athlete and um, she never met men that could handle her strength because she was a really strong woman. Well, he could, but she was not letting him have that space for her to do that, right? Again, overgiving and overanalyzing the situation and not just sitting her ass down and being taken, really, is what she needed to do. And as we worked through it, um, she ended up getting, uh, she turned down a contract that was initially offered to her. And she's like, you know, it just didn't feel right. I was going with my intuition. It's scary because it was $20,000 and I really could use that money. And then what ended up happening is they came back to her a week later, said, We want you to do half the amount of what we put in the original contract, and we're going to give you 30,000. Will you do it? And she's like, I swear to God, if you told me that this is what we were going to do together, I would have thought you were crazy. But she was going to work half the amount, make 10,000 more than what they originally said. And it was more aligned with what she wanted to do anyway. And at the same time, she was achieving orgasms with this guy, which before she would have sex with the, you know, aid, have the sex with the guy, not have orgasm, but have to do it, you know, solo play on her own after. And uh, she's like, what have you done? Like, this is magical. Well, some months later, she reached out to me. She goes, I had my first multiple orgasm. You're amazing. Oh, that <laughs> was great. Just, yeah, it's just this. Um, You know, when people understand how it's intertwined and how we wrap ourselves up in these knots for no reason and then I can help unlock that for the people, oh, it's so delicious, you know?
0: I am happy for her, okay? Because if a woman, a woman, that's a beautiful thing, okay?
1: Yes, yes, it really is. And, you know, that's a really great example of someone who... um, would downplay her sexuality she was a beautiful woman beautiful body you know an elite athlete and kept maintaining the body of an elite athlete gorgeous um and just downplayed it and did not see her beauty and she used to do a lot of on-screen work and we looked at videos before she worked with me and then after and the glow was completely different because she was in her intuition more she was you know owning her space. She was setting boundaries with those on the st- on the set when before she was gonna go on camera because it was a very public job she had. And um it, it just amazing to see the before and after. It was she's like, I feel like I'm lit on fire now. And that's wow. exactly what it is. Yeah. And she didn't downplay her sexuality anymore. She she jazzed that stuff right up.
0: Oh, I like to hear those kind of stories. This story sounds a little bit like mine. Well, well no not 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 the problem, okay? But just <laughs> just finding ways you can just transmute man like sometimes we, yes. think, but sometimes you know that that little bit of game that little nudge will really just push us all the way in the right direction so I'm excited yeah. to hear that. I really am
1: thank you yeah I love it I'm so so grateful every day
0: so um how long have you been doing this you've been doing this for a while
1: yeah, I've been on my own doing this for four years now, I believe a little more than four years, but overall six years. But you know, in hindsight, I've probably always been doing this. Like I remember telling my my best friends when I was about to leave and go into coaching um, before I before I was going to do coaching. Actually, I said, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start coaching on the side. What do you think? And they're like, you're gonna be a sex coach, right? And I said, no. <laughs> I don't really want to, you know, I can talk to people about the mechanics. I don't mind talking about, you know, the positions and all that, but it's more about the why, why don't you want to have sex? Or why do you always want to have sex? Like I care about both. And um, then I, you know, got into just mindset, but all of my clients one way or another would sex would come up and I'm like, well, there's just gotta be, there's, there's something to this. And this is before I'd read think and grow rich. And uh, the more I did it, then, you know, the more it was obvious to me that there is a distinct link between these two worlds and to, have people drop their secrets around these two things and that's really what they think it's these big you know dark deep secrets and then they tell me and they're like oh my god I feel so much better and to me I don't even flinch because you know that's girl I got some secrets and that those aren't (laughs) those don't even register you know
0: right well I'm excited to do this room I I really I can't wait. Like I can't even put into words how I feel. I'm super just energized to be doing this, especially on a weekly basis I'm Clubhouse. And you got your own program doing in February. Then you have your one-on-one. So, I mean, you've already been doing this. I'm just really excited to just spread the word of my sex mastery or my sex mentor, just, just everything you do like because i'm i'm still reflecting in the moment as i'm talking which is crazy right now but i'm just like man like life has been kind of dope since i moved to california like you literally talked to me maybe less than 90 days before i left so it's just crazy how that happened and yeah, it's yeah like my first year in la was probably somebody's 50th year in la
1: i had a very good yeah i mean it
0: that's
1: was that's amazing cuz i've i've heard the stories
0: <laughs> i mean
1: 2000 miles moving yep.
0: 2000 miles isn't isn't easy. So I'm not going to say it was a walk in the park, but in terms of how everything just manifested once I wanted it and once I remembered what to do in terms of that that conversation. Yeah. And then of course with my own self-care practices and things like that to stay centered. Like it really helped a lot. Yeah. Man. So like I again, I'm just super excited Laura. I'm really glad we're doing this um this room and just doing this interview in general because I, I like I said in my previous episode, I also said on the on a live. I'm like y'all slept I'm like, we got, I see I got to bring her back because we need to, I need y'all to understand like Delora is the business.
1: Well, I'm so glad. And you know what's so funny is you talk about, you know, uh, being in alignment and stuff. Well, I think it was probably a day or two before you and i reconnected again like right now about clubhouse i said you know i'd really like to run a room but i i love doing it when i have this kind of banter back and forth and you know discussions and i love every the way you show up i've i've turned so many people onto your work and stuff and you know the way you show up online is so beautiful and then we happen to reconnect i commented on something you and i reconnected and then you're like let's do a uh, discussion clubs. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, we got to do it. And I had just said that. So, you know, this was meant to be always.
0: I totally feel that I received that. I definitely do. So before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want people to know about you as a person or, or you as the Mind Sex mentor?
1: Yeah, just like, you know, guys, you can approach me pretty much on any social media platform. I'm not so closed down. I'm not going to push a sale at you the first time you reach out. Um, But do, you know, look into this for yourself. Uh, It's not because it's my work and my passion, but it's because this is critically, you know, of 1920. In 1920, if a man put this in a book after interviewing 500 businessmen, put a whole chapter, one of 13 chapters, about this this work it had to be important because he run he ran the risk of being put in the porn section in 1920 because of this chapter so it is profound when you can do it and you know it goes so much deeper than just what you do in the bedroom although we can talk about that too because that's really important but you know just really just be kind with yourself and just know that you know we judge ourselves so much more harshly than anyone else. And, you know, there is a way for you to step up and own the fuck out of your life.
0: Well, I mean, I I think that's a great place to end. I mean, it's time to really own the fuck of your life. I think (laughs) 2020 was a hell of a year. Gregorian 2020 was rough collectively. So I think people are kind of realizing what really matters. And I think people just want to figure out how to own, own them. Because we have society yeah. again telling us what what they can or what we can and cannot do, even down to um, vaccinations. I'm not saying in either direction what you should do, but you have people that are now mandating how you're going to move in order to do these lockdowns, the whole nine. So jobs, um, school. So a lot of people are kind of seeing things a lot clearly because they have no choice but to. Because the the whole distraction of human activity is is taken right now. Yeah, so I'm really excited. Yeah. that timing is just perfect for this type of um type of work so i'm just really excited um again not even just for mondays but just in general to just be back um just back in contact so so yeah y'all i mean you got any final words delora
1: no just you know um have fun go play go play with your lover even if your lover is yourself (laughs) go do it
0: Okay. Yeah. I heard booty calls is coming to an end. It, well, for some people, I know that ain't true. But for a lot of people, man, human interaction, human touch is not really something that's easily accessible anymore because of these lockdowns. So some folks are having to get to be acquainted with themselves a lot more, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yes. Right.
1: Well, I certainly do because we we even have curfews here now. So, oh, yes.
0: <laughs> we were supposed to, but I don't know if anybody's following that in L.A. Like me personally, I don't leave the house after a certain hour if I don't absolutely need to. Right. But I don't know, like, we're supposed to be locked down, but I mean, I, it, you know how that goes. It, it sounds good. Yeah. I don't think it's really happening in, in in practice. In theory, it's sexy, but in practice, it's like it ain't happening.
1: Yeah. Isn't that for a lot of things? <laughs> oh, man. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. All right, y'all. So yeah. So, is- oh, go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, no, I was just going to say, you know, make sure you follow both of us on Clubhouse and, uh, you know, on Instagram. You will see all of our content. Mind sex is, you know, searchable. Search it. Find me. Find Spiritual Homegirl. And thank you so much for this, Maria. I love this. That is
0: so crazy that you just did that because I was literally about to hit that. All right, y'all. You can find Delora on Instagram at. So you already just did that for me. So y'all just check the show notes, okay? I will have the show notes that has Delora's um, contact information in there um You can find her at Delora Guignon. Again, it's Delora, D E L O R A G U I G N I O N. Again, like she said, go to Mind Mentor. Her name will pop right on up. Then obviously, you can find me at Instagram, Spiritual Homegirl, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Spiritual Homegirl. On Clubhouse, I'm Spirit Homegirl. Delora, what's your Clubhouse name?
1: It is Delora Guignon.
0: All right. So, the same way, same spelling. Okay. So also um, to sign up for a tribe letter goes out every Monday um, for those that are signed up. You're more than likely going to get a reminder email Sunday. So y'all don't sleep. I will also leave the link to the clubhouse and show notes as well as the tribe letter. Um, you can click the show notes to sign up or go to spiritualhomegirl.shop If you want any aromatherapy solutions, before you start working on your sexual energy, should you decide to go ahead and work with Delora, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.shop and then my Patreon. Shout out to the new Patreon members. Um, Ken- Kenyatta, and I actually got a new one today. I was messaging her early this morning. Um, Tiffany, shout out to Tiffany too. She's another new Patreon member. My goal is to have 20 Patreon members, and then I will go ahead and do something special for my community. Um, we are we are a little under 20 percent. Well, I don't know, i I'm terrible at math. Look, we almost have right there technically because I only need 20. So we had we had uh so I just need 13 more and then I'm gonna go ahead and do something give everybody in that community a gift that is very special and very exclusive to those people so with that being said y'all this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast with Delora Guignon, the Sex Mentor my name is Maria and remember trust the journey trust yourself and own your sexual energy we'll see y'all Monday on Clubhouse peace